Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Future Gamers Podcast. My name is Jacob Bestherum Hodder. I am joined as always by Trollbeard. Howdy. And today we have two special guests from the Stream On Nation. We have Andrew Beowulf. How's it going? And Fates Pyro. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Oh, not, that much. Uh, not much today. So I've, I've been looking forward to this because uh, I hung out with Fates a little bit the other day in his stream while he was playing some of the best game in the world, Destiny. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- but this is really our first meeting other than lots of text chat and Discord servers and whatnot. So, yes, this is pretty cool. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yes, sir. Me too. So uh, what we do on this show is we will do a kind of weekly update. Me and Troll usually do. We'll talk about Fortnite a little bit, or at least he will. Fates will, I'm sure, have something to say about that. Uh, I'm going to talk <laughs> a little bit about Destiny. And then we're going to go into what we've been playing this week. And then we're going to talk a lot, I'm sure, about the Game Awards and the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Because there's a lot to talk about this week. Holy shit. <laughs> so much announced. So uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, Troll, you got a new Fortnite video up. Yeah, uh, Season 7 just started. And part of the news of Season 7 also happened during the Game Awards. I'll go ahead and kind of include those in since it's all part of Season 7. But yeah, so an iceberg hit and smashed into the whole bottom left half of the map. So old uh, areas that had been there before now gone, covered up with snow. Which areas are they've gone? added? Uh, Greasy Grove, uh, the place uh, I used to call Pallet Paradise, has been kind of like damaged and changed a little bit. It was just these warehouses that had just a bunch of stacks of pallets, so it was a good place to okay find some quick loot and get a lot of materials fast without having to leave a small area. Uh, yeah, all oh, these other buildings. that turret, that turret you complained about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first game of season seven, and I just said, you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna bother this person. So yeah, my my first game of season seven is a win. Nice. But uh, yeah, like I just you know jumped in and really only spent enough time to do the weekly challenges. Yeah, but uh. Did yeah, you, it's uh, just good times. Did you get in a plane? Yeah, the planes are cool. Uh, they've added zip lines that are just all over the map. There's like these red outpost buildings. You can usually find zip lines too. A lot of them will have airplanes near them. So now okay. th- they've gotten rid of a lot of items that were intended for mobility, but have replaced it with, you know, just more universal for the entire map tools. How do the planes fly? Do they fly like Battlefield, or are they a little more arcadey? They're super arcadey. Okay, pretty easy. Yeah, like you just hit the button to start it up, and then the button you normally like jump with like boosts, but otherwise it's always going at all times. Uh, there's a button you know to like roll left, roll right. If you hit them both, you do you know upside down. If you double tap one, you do a barrel roll. Uh, but yeah, it's just super straightforward. There's a seat for the one person on the gun that's flying the plane. You know, as you you aim the plane to shoot, you know, like a standard 
forward mounted gun on an airplane. Right. And then up to four other people can stand on the wings of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as soon as you jump out of the plane, you go into the skydive mode. Right. So people have figured out how to fly at other people's planes, jump, land on their plane, shoot oh, them geez. out of the plane, and GTA steal their plane in midair. Jeez. Oh my jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it's just crazy like the amount of stuff that changed without, you know, having to do much to the game. Yeah. They they added so much more variety now because in the snow areas there are like places that would be you know bodies of water that are iced up so even if you're not near a zip line or don't have any other kind of mobility you can just like line up jump and run across the ice and you'll slide huh. gain some speed going across um yeah it's just good times man they added wraps so because it's holiday themed it's actually like wrapping paper designs they're like oh, skins right. included in the battle pass for your gun, your vehicles, things like that. That that back bling we saw a little bit ago in the video. Uh, well, there's different back blings that are in there now, but like I said, these are just like, you know, like skins from like Black Ops, like you, kind of like uh, PUBG does. Yeah. yeah, you pick up a gun and it's got you know whatever skin you have for it. Yeah, you can manually assign a skin to each category of like vehicle, oh, okay. pistol, assault rifle, things like that. Didn't even know yeah, I saw, I saw that. Uh, uh, what was the other one back in the day? Daisy? No. Da- Daisy, yeah. Da- or Warzy. Was that the or, Battle Royale yeah. one? Yeah, it was like, there was like Daisy and then uh, Daisy like spawned off of Arma 3. Yeah, but there a, was a Battle Royale. H- H1Z1. That one had was heavy with the skins and everything. I remember. Yeah, a lot of streamers got their own like custom skins. I feel bad for Greasy. That was the uh, the very first time I ever played uh, Fortnite. That was the very first place I ever landed. Yeah, and it was it's crazy to me. Like right before this season started, they had just started up like the you know the food franchise wars. Mm -hmm. And like in Greasy Grove, you saw all these different like food trucks. And like the hamburger place, the Dur Burger boarded up. They were being like bought out or whatever. There's yep. a limited time mode that was the pizza place versus the hamburger place. And then bam, that whole part of the map's just ruined now. With <laughs> all like all this verticality, like these icebergs and these levels are like really tall in some spots. And pretty treacherous and weird. So now the big the big like solid mountain that's kind of like almost the dead center of all the snow is that where uh i'm taking it i guess murder mountain was is what i call it i had the little basketball court on top of it yeah it like that's a, yeah it's it's kind of in that area uh it's just really really neat the cinematic in game to introduce it with the uh, crazy like claymation like puppeteer cartoon that people are watching and they see this iceberg roll up and it's a swole santa (laughs) (laughs) i mean is that a whale that's on top of the mountain uh no there's a submarine that's called submarine okay yeah there's a submarine that's kind of looks like a whale i saw you flying in i was like what is that a whale yeah it's it's weird 
Troll, go like, back and get the plane. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing challenges, man. No, but, turn uh, around. Turn around. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's just super crazy, like how much more interesting this game gets. And that's part of one of the things they showed at Game Awards was like the thing that unless you know you play Fortnite you don't understand but when they announced the block yeah that shit was next level and a lot of people probably just didn't give it the credit it deserved because a lot of people just don't you know like either they're in or they're out on Fortnite well i being as one of those people who is out on Fortnite and I'll talk about that in a little bit but since we're talking about the block that is a wonderful idea um i will give them props for that but. Yeah, because they just launched creative mode, which gives you like a set square, your own little personal island. You can go mess around. Uh, if you go out to the block, when you load into your creative mode, you can build within that zone and then that'll be submitted and people can look at it. Oh, people okay. can vote on it. So then they'll randomly, you know, add in this spot that used to be risky reels these player created little towns essentially. Did they say when they're gonna do the first one? Uh well, they've already got like a lot of creators, like content creators yeah. that have like had access to the creative mode for like a week before it dropped. So I have a feeling they're gonna like curate some stuff first. And then, yeah. you know Yeah, I saw, uh, I saw Wildcat uh playing some on it uh, the other day in one of his uh, YouTube videos. And I was like, this looks interesting. Yeah, like like I had mentioned before when we did the the watch along for the Game Awards with uh, Jacob here, is like creative mode is a thing that OG launched Fortnite before Battle Royale. Like what became Save the World, those players like, hey, this is the thing we've been wanting. And then finally, like a year later, they add it, uh, which is which is odd because I don't know. You get access to the creator mode for a week early if you have the battle pass. But what about the people that bought the founders founders pack? That's, that's right. <laughs> the people who don't play the battle royale. The you know the the minority of the earth. It feels like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't I don't think they're they don't seem all that concerned with those folks well they're still adding content like they just yeah. rolled out uh candy valley 3 update <laughs> so like candy valley was like the final stage like upper tier in-game area of save the world and it wasn't complete and it's still not like fully complete right but they've been doing all of like the events that have been happening for battle Royale have also had like, you know, a brother event going on in the save the world. So they rolled out some like winter stuff for, you know, candy Valley three. And there's, there's been a fairly like large redesign of save the world recently. I need to kind of jump in there and check it out and see, see what has changed because I was, solid like for three months on Fortnite when it first came out and then the the weird like 2010 mobile game grind <laughs> yeah i would like, like to play it because like I, I like a lot of things about Fortnite. i hate the competitive building like we've talked about 
Uh, Fates has a different issue, though. You said something about the uh, oh, yeah. the hit detection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I can, like, have a shotgun, uh, like, inside somebody and hit a six, like, upper chest, that's an issue. You know? Well, they did a redesign on the shotguns, like, two updates ago. But not even, like, not even just the shotguns. I mean, that's my primary example because, you know, back in, not, I think, like, two seasons ago when I played it hardcore or even a season ago. Was it last season? No. Season I think it was season that? five. I think it was season five. It, it yeah. was whatever season uh, it was with, like, all the superhero stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I played hardcore. Like, I got really good at, at uh, you know, Fortnite. Like, really good with running double shotguns. Really good with just playing Fortnite in general. To the point where, like, we'd play squads and I could squad white people. So is but, it the hit detection or is it, like, Troll explained to me the whole... Like the first shot is like the most accurate or something along those lines. Back is then that... it wasn't even that. It was yeah. you know, like, okay, so in my inventory I'd run like two pump shotguns. So I'd be able to switch from one to the next one like immediately. And, you know, that's how I had to kill people because one of those shots was gonna hit like a six and definitely not kill them. Whereas like, I don't know, I can play blackout and hit a dude in the in the face with a shotgun and he's he's going down right um, so I, I like i i don't know i i maybe hit detection is a poor phrase for it mm-hmm. but that's what i would consider it it's the fact that like okay i have this blue you know pump shotgun you know and i just i it it should and i've seen it be able to just you know one shot people in the face why isn't that a consistent thing if i'm yeah. people in the face yeah, part of that is a little bit of both, uh, of hit detection because there becomes a problem with the fact that you know as big as Fortnite is, it still only has like four server regions, and a lot of people you know jump on U.S. servers that are you know entirely different countries like across oceans because hmm. they don't have a they don't have a choice. Or, you know, that's just where people they know are playing and they can play together there on those servers. Uh, But the other part is, like, the bloom I had described and explained to Jacob before of, like, the shooting mechanics as far as, like, ARs go, the first shot accuracy. uh, It also applies to shotguns. But there is, you know, like, the ring, like, that little kind of, like, rectangular box you see for your shotgun, like your target. It is a random pattern of the eight pellets within that spot. And yeah, sometimes like it looks dead on, but for whatever reason, the math worked out to where it put (coughs) six shots in the top right corner or other things like that. So the rework they did for the shotguns averages out to be a minimum of three pellets hit. So instead of doing six or well, like it's seven and eight are the base damage per pellet to a body from the green and blue pumps pers- respectively. Now you're, you'd be hitting for 21 and 24. So they got rid of, you know, the ability to do the double pump. Yeah, they did that uh, last season. Yeah, well, that's two, two seasons ago. Yeah, two seasons yeah. ago. After that superhero season, they uh, they nerfed my double pump and made me sad. 
Yeah, it was, it was the best thing they could have done for the game, honestly. I had fun that way. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. Don't get me wrong. The people who liked it liked it, but it was horribly toxic as far as this game having any kind of like competitive future. It was like, oh hey, here's this one thing that instantly rewards everybody who learns it. Yeah, it's like, like there's uh, no Gears of War I, back in the day. It was just shotguns. Mm-hmm. Like there was no downside to double pump because it it was the only consistent guaranteed damage at that time. Oh, the no. pump shotguns. Oh, could no. one shot basic started walls and they could also one shot people with a headshot. So like you could roll in with two shotguns with five bullets each and in six shots, kill an entire squad of four. Yep. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I ran that but, or I ran a uh, pump and machine pistol, which is really dirty, especially if you got like a purple one. Yeah. The, the, the shotgun, to SMG combo has stayed in. It's still like super, yeah. super yeah. useful because they added like swap delay on the shotguns. Yeah. That's really interesting to me because in a game like this, I would never run to close range weapons ever. I would have oh, a yeah. rifle and something close range. <laughs> right. Wouldn't even occur to me to have two shotguns. That just seems crazy. But if that's the meta, See, I, I was never the best at building. Yeah. I'm so, like, I, I, I never, I never, you know, I, was I never good. took the time to to actually just practice trying to build um, and get good at it. You know, I just, you know, went on the fly. So, you know, it, it, I, I'd, I'd take pop shots at people and, you know, you know, four or five bullets from the assault rifle would connect. I'm like, all right. And then they throw up a wall. I'm like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just—I mean, it was automatic. Like that was the thought in my head. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna die. You know, they're—they're they're gonna outbuild me, and I'm gonna die. Yeah, I always scream at people whenever I'm playing, and I got a machine. I always have a machine gun or a rocket launcher or something just to fuck up their buildings. Yep. Uh. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, mean, I had that, to sneeze. Uh, you go ahead. Yeah, that was—I mean—that was my main problem. My other problem was the—the uh, the fact that gun skill. Definitely does not outbeat building. I mean, no, not at all. I would agree. With I mean, that. if you're if you're just pro builder, I mean, you could have mediocre gun skills and you're more than likely going to win. And like, if I pop you in the back with a you know like a sniper, but I don't kill you, and you throw up like a three story mansion, yeah, I, I'm I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah I feel like that happens to me all the time. Where it's like, all right, I got this guy. Oh my god, where do these things come from? I mean, I, I, where is I'm he? Seriously. And then he comes behind me and I'm dead. <laughs> I've seriously taken sniper shots at people, and before the shot even makes it yeah. to them, they've already got a wall up. They, they, they hear the shot, and they're like, boom, wall. I'm like, shit, really? Like they're a goddamn superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, like there are guys that play like super aggressive close range, and uh, like uh, a, pro, a pro player like Daquan, like he never carries a sniper rifle at all. Oh, that's my thing. I love snipers. Because he's <laughs> because he's such a good builder and he always pushes aggressively. So he can, you know, build to overcompensate his lack of range. Like there are times like yeah. he's carrying pretty much nothing but like an SMG and a shotgun. Like <laughs> he's not even carrying an AR. Like he's getting right in your butt cheeks at all times. And due to like this the the real like skill ceiling is the building 
Like it allows for so many different play styles, but it all requires at least some level of building. Yeah. And that's a, that's an investment. Like the, uh, the, what is it? The, the training mode or whatever. I'm forgetting the, the mode where you just dropped in the map with other people. I'm for, uh, that, that allowed people to really, really get good. Like that, the day that launched, it just like changed the entire like skill floor just went up by like 20 feet, like the playground mode. Yeah. My brain just gave out. Thanks. Zombie killer. <laughs> as to <laughs> as to what it was but yeah playground mode like changed the entire game i just used to uh i used to do tilted drops and that was it just yeah tilted was the best tilted. place to learn how to be super aggressive <laughs> yep. and uh yeah like because back in the day before like i transitioned you know more into other games like i still play fortnite regularly I do the daily login. Like I'm, I've only missed like seven days maybe since the Fortnite launched. Yeah. For the daily login on the save the world mode. So I'm at like day like 400 and something <laughs> on that uh, mode. I look and I've been playing, as I say, and I've been playing the battle Royale since the, the week when it was a beta before it launched public. I look forward to the so, day that I find a battle royale I really enjoy. It might be the Counter Strike one. I still haven't played it. Yeah, but that's like sixteen people, isn't it? It's like yeah. a weird, weird mix. I need to get uh, as soon as they do that thirty dollar thing for Black Ops Four on Xbox. I'll do that. I don't think they're going to do it on no? console. Uh, yeah, I I would disagree. I don't think it's going to happen. Now, okay, I've I've heard about this, but explain it. The uh, so you can buy through Battle.net. You can buy uh, multi, just what would be multiplayer and blackout for like thirty bucks. Ah, uh, gotcha. You don't get the zombies. Uh, you know, if you're not into zombies, that's that's fine. I mean, I was even thinking about grabbing it on PC because thirty bucks. I, I don't play a lot of zombies anyway because you know we don't have like a consistent group. Um, right, but I think it's you know I think it's a pretty good deal for black. I love blackout as far as BRs go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm loving blackout. I don't know. I think if it does really well on PC, they might do it on Xbox. It's well, money, so money. that's the thing they did with uh, Overwatch is like the only version you could buy on consoles is the Origins right. Edition, which was sixty, but Overwatch has always been forty on pc right so that that pack is actually forty dollars it's just for this launch window it's on sale for for thirty dollars right now okay right yeah i just don't got a pc that can handle it i have a busted one sitting behind me i'm taking to the shop (laughs) monday and hopefully i can fix it yeah mostly good so we'll see Um, yeah I'm, i'm i'm loving blackout the uh first time i dropped in and you know I shoot somebody and they can't throw up a wall and I kill them. And I'm like, Hey, I might actually be able to play this game. (laughs) Yeah. Blackout really allows for movement skill and like map knowledge. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times I've surprised the hell out of somebody by 
opening a door outwards, jumping on the door, jumping onto the roof, mm-hmm. coming around from the top and shooting him in the back. Like there's there's a lot of room for outplaying in blackout yes. that doesn't involve uh you know building, but sadly they ruined the mog shotgun. Yeah. And it makes me cry every time. Yeah, I I, I love the mog. Or it's I just, did. It's just there's no reason to pick it up now over the SG. Spitfire 2 Pro. I love it. <laughs> the, the Spitfire is idiotic still. Oh, yeah. It's like, right. it was trash, and now it's, like, objectively the only short-range gun you should carry. Although the uh, the SOG will give it a, a run for its money, man. I've yeah, the, the SOG has been consistent since day yeah. one. But the SOG also gets the benefit of pulling out faster since it's actually a pistol. Yeah. That's what she said. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whip this out. Um, oh, I had to. I didn't have to. I did though. Yeah, zombie. Zombie, zombie likes the uh, the ABR. What's your the, revolver the, thing? The most. The, the the revolver is called the Muzo. Are you talking about yeah. the Annihilator? The nonsense you had to get. Oh my god! To get Seraph. No, yeah. the uh, the revolver um, sniper. Like, oh, oh, that's uh, the, the Kashka or the Outlaw. 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 Uh, both revolver barrels, but the Outlaw is the one you're probably thinking of. Yeah, I love. I've never played Blackout, but I love that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the design. It's, it's fun. It makes me think of like the Jacobs sniper rifles from Borderlands. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the name Jacob. Things he. Oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 a giant hit marker machine in multiplayer though i can't stand it in that i don't mind it in blackout but it well they kind of fucked it in blackout too like <laughs> i mean unfortunately I, I, I don't mind it i mean it's not bad i can still like one shot people with it but like i don't know i i prefer the kashka or just you know obviously the paladin but i just wish the paladin was way more consistent because there have been times like i've like shot a guy twice in the body with a paladin and he's walked it off. But then I body shot him in a different game with the Kashka and he goes down. I'm like, wait a second. This doesn't make sense. There are, uh, there's a couple of quality of life updates that they need to, uh, they need to make to blackout in my opinion. Um, if they want to stay competitive with Fortnite, they're going to have to do stuff. Well, I don't mean just like, uh, I don't even mean just like, um, like adding content kind of like Fortnite does. But I mean, like, uh, for instance, cluster grenades need a nerf. Um, I'd like to see them add that little beam of light in the sky when you put your marker down. Yeah, that would be. Um, I'd like to see... Uh, what the heck was it? Um, I had something else I, I wanted to see them do, and I can't remember it now. Dear God. Um <laughs> <laughs> I uh um I did I did find out today uh I, I threw it up in uh officer for uh you and zombie fate uh the uh the new update that's gonna be coming out. They are putting in hijacked. Uh, See, I knew it was hijacked or uh carrier. Yeah, yes. carrier. I, I figure I figure carrier. Uh the like the different sections on the map um that are from some of our multiplayer games. Uh oh, they're changing they're, uh, the map. <clears throat> Uh, either they're going to change it or they're just going to actually add the zone in. Huh. 
um, somewhere on the map, which will be which will be nice. Um, yeah, they're they're uh, adding in a new specialist as well. Um, that's going to be kind of like a hacker can uh, hack. Uh, I think maybe uh, even your score streaks or something like that. I, I, I'm not for sure exactly. They didn't go into much detail on the uh, specialist, but I'm sure they'll release more as yeah, they go. We, uh, when we first were talking about Blackout, so I'm trying to pull up Troll's video now. Uh, he goes in an area, and I went, "Wait, what is that? Is <laughs> a map I recognize? <laughs> I love yeah. that. That is so damn cool to me. Where it's like I've been oh, there yeah. before. I've never played this game before. I've been to this place before. Right." Is there like a story behind how all these places are on one like island? Um, I think if you do the operator, uh, like quest things, uh, not in Blackout, but like it's like, it's like the specialist the HQ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it does because they actually have a character listed as uh, I forget exactly what her first name is, but it's uh, like Mason. Mason from Blackout's like daughter or granddaughter or something. His granddaughter, like yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's in charge of like uh blackout kind of deal. I don't right. I don't know. I haven't done the uh the HQ yet. I haven't bothered. Yeah, I, I've I've done those. It basically explains what the collapse is. The the collapse is what the storm oh, is right. called in blackout. Yeah. Uh and she's the lady who created the tech that became the operators in Black Ops 3. This just looks so satisfying to play. <laughs> but uh, it really is. It's like, like this guy that he's murdering right now. It's just, <laughs> it's like, there's like, how are you going to protect yourself, man? <laughs> like watching him play this, I ended up going back and play Black Ops 3. Which I love. But yeah, the, uh, that is probably the one best thing. Um, some we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and I'll go over it pretty quick. Is Realm Royale is the the shining beacon in midair. That's the best thing any of the battle royales could have stolen from that game. Is that was a day one feature in Realm Royale is like placing your marker on the map and you just see it visibly yeah. shining in the air. Yes, which they added uh, the quick marker add to Fortnite, which is super fucking cool. Because if you see like an airdrop super far away, you can just aim up, hit the marker on it, and now always know exactly where that drop came down without having to just right. guess and run towards it. I, I remember, I remember when they added the beam of light, and we, we finally we, we we played one night and we dropped in. And I was like, "Holy shit, there's a beam of light!" And everybody's like, "What the?" I was like, "Oh my god, this makes so much sense." So, but yeah. Has Realm Royale actually come to console just out of curiosity yet? Uh, it's in beta right now. So that's what oh, that's right. they're showing right now is they've finally, they had had the early access like preview program for uh, Xbox for a bit. Yeah. That was easy to get into. Yeah, they just started rolling out. That's right. I was thinking I played it on PC. Like uh, they rolled out like probably earlier last month they were finally rolling out PS4 beta codes to people for regular access. So if you go to like their website and register, you can get it on PS4. Uh, but man, this, this game, even performance wise, as far as like the That's map loading in PUBG, before you land, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I saw so some people playing so PUBG on PS4 and already had seen the, 
hey, I dropped on the map, but the map hasn't loaded yet. So now the map loaded and I'm stuck inside a building's walls. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so that's still a problem. It's the ultimate the strategy right there. Dude, but the, being on Xbox and then now being released and being on Game Pass on PS4 is just like a kid failing every fucking class and they keep moving them up. It's so <laughs> aggravating. I, have it, I don't mind it on, on PC. Uh, he does fine. What the hell? <laughs> that's, I, it. that's all I have to say about PUBG. It makes me angry. I love I'm PUBG. I'm surprised that they uh, they got it to PlayStation so fast with how hard it is to Everyone get PlayStation is. certs. <laughs> yeah. With so like seriously, like I remember when like Ark was trying to leave beta and go. Uh, you know, actually hit their launch, and they were having problems with getting their their certs from from Sony. And like, <laughs> I I don't understand how PUBG did it. I don't like, know. It just... They got that money. <laughs> like, holy crap! <laughs> don't it's... get me wrong. I like PUBG on on PC. It's not bad. I'm terrible PUBG at it, but it's PC not bad. I love. I love PUBG on PC. But. I don't understand how they got it on PlayStation so fast. I was like, oh, yeah, we won't see PUBG till like 2019 at some point if we're lucky. Yeah. And the 1.0 release on Xbox, and then they put it on Game Pass, and I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. with uh, PUBG, the thing I've mentioned before with PUBG is the thing, which, like, it's weird. We mentioned H1Z1. Like, H1Z1 on consoles works better than PUBG. Oh, I love H1Z1 on console. It's on PlayStation 4 and it's oh. free and it's actually really wonderful. H1Z1 yeah, because is the, the battle royale I got into and everyone was like, play PUBG and I was like, nah, I'm an H1Z1 guy and then I <laughs> ended up getting PUBG and it is better. It was at least at the time. But yeah, the thing with H1Z1 is when they rebranded and redesigned and relaunched just H1Z1 as it is because it, it used to be uh, H1Z1 Battle Royale, then H1Z1 Just Survive, yeah. and then they rebranded it to where the old H1Z1, like DayZ kind of game, became just called Just Survive, and then the Battle Royale was only H1Z1. They When they launched on the consoles, they changed the entire like structure of the game to make it smoother experience across all platforms. So, like, in the old PC version, there was crafting of breaking stuff down. Yeah. I and know. getting fabric to recraft armor. They got rid of that because that added a whole bunch of extra menus that made it harder to handle on consoles. And it speeds up the game and honestly kind of makes it more fun. Me and Bob but, a bunch of H1Z1, and it was a lot of fun. I, I, I but but in the case of PUBG, is they literally just ported a PC game and figured out a convoluted ass fucking. People complain about like the controls and how convoluted for Red Dead Redemption Two. I was like <laughs> trying to remember what button does what on PUBG on Xbox or PS4. It's like, okay, I hold this button to do this. I tap it to do this. I hold this other button to do this thing. I've got to like hit this button to get to my inventory and tab over with the shoulder buttons. <laughs> like it's right. so many steps to do a basic thing. So it, it's just like insane. I think we could have a whole discussion on battle Royales one day, but we do have a lot to talk about. Today. It was but I was just going to say real quick, the only problem I currently have with realm Royale 
like I said, it runs fine. It's weird that, like, I don't know if they're doing the same thing they do with Paladins, where until you get to a certain rank, half of the game is, like, filled with bots. Yeah, they It are. doesn't actually filter in most, like, players. But right now, the actual controls of aiming kind of just don't work. <laughs> so, like, there's no aim assist, but there's options for, like, controlling, like, the, the intensity of aim assist. They don't. They just don't work right now. And then, like the sensitivity sliders, kind of all just make everything go faster. My so, problem. like, so yeah, it just needs some actual like systems mechanical work and some sound cue uh, work. But it for a beta, it's running way better performance wise. Drop again, running around than I ever experienced. You know, even recently trying PUBG again on Xbox. And my problem is that guy, it was just me and him, and he kept killing me. But he wouldn't kill me as a chicken. I just kept reviving. He had <laughs> vastly superior weapons. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> I did want to have a little bit of a talk about uh, the new Destiny content. Um, Fates, you're not, you're, you're just doing Forsaken right now, right? I'm not leveled, but I've, right. uh, I've been reading, trying to keep up. Uh, in terms of like what's you know what's out uh, as far as destiny goes yeah um, so right now i think there's just one forge out and there's about to be another one uh they um, just they did release did they release the second one the second I, forge is out is and it? apparently people are already complaining about the rng bullshit to unlock it i saw the uh yeah i saw the drop or uh, i saw the tweet about a forge dropping and i thought it was the second one so yeah that makes okay. sense yeah, this is the yeah, I, I saw what's his name, Destin Legary, like tweets like, so let me get this right. Like this thing has a random chance to drop once every twenty minutes <laughs> to get the key to unlock the second forge. He's like <laughs> I had to pay money to then get random chance at certain times of certain hours. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. I, he's he's I, obnoxious, I, so I don't know. I'll bet they'll change, you know, they'll end up changing something like that, though. I mean, people aren't just going to take that laying down. I mean, yeah, I like the uh, the switch from the casual side of things. Yeah. Because D2 launch was fucking, like, terrible. Just awful. Well, every Destiny launch has been terrible. Well, yeah, I, I'll give you that. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I bet they'll end up changing, you know, Oh yeah, almost certainly. Just like with uh, the power level being too high, you know, they bumped it down so people would be a bit easier. Yeah. It is. It's one of those living games. Things are going to change all the time. They're going to release something, and they might have to fix it a little bit. You know, there's a lot of games to do that. Um, but I do. Like, I see a lot of people saying that you know it's too hard. I understand making it a little bit easier. But that's the whole point. Destiny escalation protocol was fucking impossible when it came out. It's still a, a oh, grind. Oh, it's still and a hard. Half. Yeah. Did you get the shotgun? <laughs> no, I ended up stopping it, um, doing it because like people just kind of disappeared. So I was right, just like, oh, that does right. happen. So. Um, but that's what this guy's using in the video is uh, that shotgun because you punch somebody. I, I think you have to get a kill. No, I think you just punch, and then your the damage is way higher on the shotgun. It's freaking fantastic it was called trench barrel or something but a fantastic shotgun but yeah i don't understand why people are so upset about like i have to grind what the hell like you're playing destiny 
Like, <laughs> what the hell you think I you're think playing? You I bought a treadmill and you're mad it's asking you to run. Right. <laughs> and then you bought the 90 degree mode and you're like, hey, it's at 90 degrees. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> That's what you bought. Just is- eat your nuts, hamster, and get on the wheel. And then- I think... I think it's uh, like I don't know. I, I I browse a lot of Reddit for, for yeah. Destiny and a couple other games I play. I think it's a case of the Reddit hive mind. If anything, you know, yeah. one person will say something, it'll gain a little bit of traction, and then that just becomes the case for everyone. Like it's just weird that day one it came out and Destiny was one of these people. They were like, "This sucks," but dude, you've been here five minutes. Like you haven't got to try the food yet. Your server hasn't been here yet. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> You've had the cup it, of water. <laughs> yes. It was warm. I mean, he had a reason to complain. But, but then yeah. the rest of the service probably caught up. But it's crazy because like all those people that complain, they're like, Oh yeah, so I did the forge and I okay, I get it now. It's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just don't get it. People just get so mad about things. They're like, oh, it's too hard. It's high level. Well, the whole point, I mean, even Bungie said going forward, it's end game. Like the focus is end game. Yeah. You wanted end game. Here's end game. We are upping the light level. You've grinded fucking forsaken for, I don't know what, three months, four months. Yeah. I mean, you're going to complain because you have to grind it a little bit more. They even said it's not a traditional DLC. Like, well, it's nine months of DLC. That's the thing. Well, yeah, it's it's content spread. It's it, I don't understand what people expect. I mean, like they said, you know, this is not going to be like this is not uh, War Mind. This is not uh, Curse yeah. of Osiris. And it's, it's not, not Forsaken. A, yeah, it's not a a traditional DLC story. It's thirty five dollars, and you get like nine months of content. Like what? Every week, something is going to happen. You, you can't even cool. exactly like what 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 do you like what shooter looter MMO type game I mean consistently does something like that it, I can name one and they don't they don't do a lot of patches or uh, most of their uh, their weekly updates are patches what's that? I still play it oh I'm gonna bring bring back some memories maybe for somebody anybody uh, anybody remember RuneScape when they were younger oh. <laughs> They still do their weekly updates. They yep. don't operate operate off expansions or anything like that. A lot of the weeks are patch notes, but it's still a game that gets updated weekly. Right. I and think a lot of people that want they're like Black Army should have been free. Why? What constitutes free? What constitutes paid? I don't I don't understand like <laughs> why yeah, what, what what is the what makes the what makes you think this should be free? I mean Okay, yeah, we got like the April update for free, but that was like one like you know, drop in the pan to get us, you know, through until uh not for D two, but for D one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I came in at the very end of D one. Yeah, so in like I don't remember I don't know if you were there for it. So like between Taking King and uh Rise of Iron, right, like there was nine months of nothing. Literally like nothing. Uh they ended up adding re adding in uh the prison of elders uh to a to a degree it wasn't exactly the same okay and give, gave it away for free okay i think and, i that. i think that no, was, it was about the time that we jumped back in yeah it was about you know about the size of what the black armory 
is now. Yeah. But you're getting so much more than that, like down the road. Like if you would take five seconds to think about it, oh, okay, you know, 30, you know, 34.99 or whatever it is uh, for the annual pass isn't that bad, you know? No, but I think, you know, by the time we get to the next actual, that's one thing I wish they would stop calling it an expansion. I don't know if Bungie actually has, but other people are. It's a annual pass. It's DLC, just like Warmind and Osiris were DLC, and Forsaken is an expansion. There's <laughs> yeah. a difference. But I haven't I mean, got the chance to get Black Armor yet. I'm hopefully going to do it soon. It looks awesome to me. All these weapons look incredible. The gear is really nice looking. I wish they would have... Uh, a couple things I wish they would have done, and I'm hoping they, they still do. Uh, vendors need refreshes. Yeah. Uh, there's like no new exotic armor for Black Armory. There's... Somebody found new... something. There's somebody found a frame or something of a piece of armor. Oh, okay. So they may so, have added a couple. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, like we're in week yeah. one of this thing or whatever. Shit could happen. I like. I don't know. I'm. I have it. I don't have it yet. I'm nowhere near like being able to use any of it. So I haven't bothered to buy it yet. I'm going to. Right. Do you have Forsaken? I, mean, uh, I do. I do. Okay. I bought. Uh, I bought the base Forsaken. I was a little skeptical of the annual pass because, you know, uh. Curse of Osiris was yes, I'm one hundred percent with you there. Curse of Osiris and Warmind were both. Well, Warmind was I, all right. Warmind after. was the, yeah. It was the start of you know them turning it around, in my opinion, and that's how I went into Warmind. I was like, okay, they're they're starting to acknowledge. Oh shit, we we really did fuck up. Yeah, uh, I played Warmind like <laughs> I played through the campaign and went, oh, that's it, and walked away. Like I didn't do Escalation Protocol. I didn't hunt any of the little things. I didn't do any of that, so I fucked up. And I think a lot of people did that though, because once you finished yeah. it, they didn't they didn't say, "Hey, go over here," you know. They just kind of fucked off and left you alone. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, I think I by the time you get it, it'll probably be pretty well fleshed out and everything. Probably the same for me. So I, I might just get it uh, in a little bit. I might get it like you know next week or you know yeah. two weeks down the road, but you know in advance, but still. Uh, you know, it's I, I I think it's I think it's cool that they're doing something different that you know most people not even most people but most games don't do. So you don't see like Warframe putting out like uh, you know weekly updates and stuff like that. I mean they roll things in and out of the vault, you know, every so often. But still, I don't know. I I think it's cool. I think it's a a welcome change. Yeah. And the fact that they're focusing on Endgame is what people wanted. You wanted hardcore. You wanted yeah. hardcore uh, grinding, and you wanted people. To, you wanted Bungie to recognize Destiny as a hobby again, and that's that's what this is, I think. Yep, so we're, we're getting not back to get, that. Yeah, we're not going to get that D uh, the D one uh, level of stuff. I don't think. I I, I really <laughs> there's a lot I'd like to see them do, and I don't think it's going to come close yet. That's fine because Division Two comes out next year, but <laughs> yeah. Comes out three months. March yeah. 19th. I've got it marked. I'm waiting. <laughs> we got to get you over on PC, though. You got to drop this PlayStation crap. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> all, the, uh, all the boys here. Control. No. PC, no means no. PC Master Race. Keyboard mouse. But, uh, 
Did, have we talked about before, uh, Jake? Uh, the thing when I I was I was in a different Discord and I was talking about like. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my phone decided to just go off in the middle of yeah. I, was, I was talking about you know my 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 strong dislike of destiny oh yeah personally talked about that but uh, like no the no no the thing with Bungie and their potential to make other games right well I don't think we talked about that because I looked in I dug deep I was curious as to, you know, when Bungie can move on and do something I care about again. <laughs> yeah, you've talked about that before. Uh, you're talking about how they have so many years left of their contract. and Yeah, so that's the thing is, like, the, the idea of the 10-year was just based on, like, their release schedule they had planned for the four Destiny games contract covers. Uh, so the, the last game was expected to be released in 2020. So, like... Unless Activision absolves the contract, you're on That's the hook for two more destinies. You know, I think this might be the last destiny we get, at least from I, Bungie. I think, I think we'll get one more by 2020. Well, uh, well, no, like no, like the, the years are irrelevant. Okay. It's the contract it's the is strictly of, based on the yeah. quantity of games. I gotcha. So there is a rumor going around that Bungie is going to release Destiny 3 and spin off the game to someone else. Like Vicarious Visions. Because that's yeah. what we're working with right now. Well, they've got, you know, Activision has, you know, Raven Software, Vicarious Visions, Beanox. They've got all these studios that work on so many games. Yeah, I bet it would be uh, Vicarious because shooters. they're the ones that worked on Forsaken. Yeah, because Vicarious wrapped up the Crash trilogy, and uh, Beanox is the ones who are doing the uh, Crash Team Racing. Okay, so they're 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 full in on support for Destiny and Black Ops Four. So yeah, they could probably go full time Destiny stuff. Yeah, I think eventually Bungie is going to want to make something else. Yeah, because they've got that money from Private Division. Oh, which right. uh, Private Division had two different games shown off at the Game Awards that they had put money into. So you know they're they're investing pretty heavily in a lot of studios. Yeah, let's go ahead so, and uh, talk about what we've been playing this week, so that we can get over to the Game Awards. We're already fifty minutes in. <laughs> um, so me and you both play the gardens between and yeah it go ahead i was gonna say it, it's on game pass it came out uh just at the end of last week and uh yeah i mean it's just this really cool chill puzzle game where you're rolling forward and backwards in time and looking at these dioramas of these two people they're friends and these weird worlds that are constructed out of their memories. Yeah. Yeah. It's it literally the controls are left and right, you know, back in time, forward in time and a, that's it. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Man, it is yeah. a very intricate game and I love it because it's one of those games where I get to go, ah, I got it. Okay. I figured it out. You know, like you have that aha moment. And I love that shit. Um, the thing that it reminds me the most of, oddly, is the room. 
Do you ever play that like on mobile? I think it's also on Switch now. You ever see those? Yeah, but they they I think they have like multiple. I think they have a collection of the room games on yeah. Switch. Those games are amazing. They're I I'm not big into puzzle games, but I buy every one of the room games that come out. I'm playing one right now. I've been you know, it's one of those things I play every once in a while. Uh but this game I just I love things so much where like I was playing a level today where I knew the one girl had to go down the steps, but she wouldn't walk down there. So then I realized, <laughs> okay, so if I block the one path and then I back up time, okay, now she's going down that path. Oh, okay, so now her trail, if I go back in time, that's just her trail now. So and you know, little things like um is this the level? Oh yeah, this when you walk over to the remote and you kind of stop time on her with her hand on like the the rewind button, and then the tape pops out and that's your path. Like it's just so much little brilliant things. Yeah, there's um uh, there's one puzzle that has like an old school like dot matrix printer and a yes, computer. That's what I was just about to bring up. And you've got to find like the code looking at this little spinner box that shows you the numbers. And then you've got to kind of like jump back and forth, like wiggle back and forth to like yeah. double tap six and then press four and then hit seven. Cause she only steps on like three numbers. So you've got to like figure out the exact pattern of going forward and backwards to punch in the code to print out the piece of paper that then shows the thing you need to move forward. And then you got to flip the printer over to a different thing, print the next thing. Yeah. And as the page flies over. Yeah. And like behind the page, like on the page, you see the old school, like dot matrix printout of a, like an eight bit icon of the thing. And as the page falls down in front of it, then you see like the little lantern thing you need to light or you'll see. Yeah. It's cool. Like Hmm. There's moments where you'll see in this one, uh, there's old TV of like old school video games. And as you go forward and backwards, like the character jumps into the game and then you can get the little lantern lit and then pull it back out. Now your lantern's lit and you can light the beacon to get out of the level and move forward. Yeah, so you just really... Really chill, really cool. It's just a super clever puzzle game. I haven't had to look up anything. Like, I'm really bad when I'm playing puzzle games. I'd be like, ah, I'm just going to look it up. With this, <laughs> I'll spend 20 minutes just going back and forth, back and forth. All right, what did I miss? Like, oh, I got to do this to make her go that way. Or I got to put this on the little lantern guy, and he's going to jump over there. Like, I just did the one with the, the little... Uh, the robots, I don't know, are they, they're like robots or something. What are they? <laughs> like, little lantern guys. Yeah. But, uh, so there's a radio up towards the top, and if you're playing, like, techno music, there's one little robot jumping around. If you switch it to rock, another little robot jumps around. Switch it to something else, there's a third robot that jumps around. So you have to get them in the correct order to jump by each other at certain... It's wild. It's... <laughs> it's very it's hard crazy. to describe. Is really yeah, the, just gotta go play it. The only puzzle that really ever gave me much grief is the very last one, because like the answer for one just kind of seemed weird and obtuse, mm-hmm. 
And the answer for the other one was just so fucking obvious, I overlooked it. <laughs> right. I've done that too. And yeah, that, that was the one that took me the longest. But then once I figured it out, I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? That was it. And <laughs> then you get, you know, the emotional payout for the story of these two friends. I hope so. And uh, yeah, it's just like great presentation, great style. And it's only a couple There's hours a- long. Yeah, like my whole playthrough here, start to finish, was two hours. Uh, two hours fifteen. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. But um, highly recommend, yeah, especially just, if you have Game Pass. Yeah, there's a lot of like small detail animations and stuff wiggling in the background that you that is not mission critical. That is just all flavor for the style and the payoff of these emotions between these two friends. And their journey through this as they try to, you know, cope with, you know, the world. Pretty much. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, really cool game. Yeah, that looked looked real interesting. Yeah, it's not like Talos Principle or The Witness where in-game you got to really, like, fucking Wikipedia and video search and cross-reference. Yeah, The Witness is such a cool game and it broke my brain. So, uh, just, I got a couple of little things I want to talk about before we get into Smash Brothers. Uh, I played the demo for Katamari Damacy re-roll on Switch. Yeah. I gotta get... Dude, right now, I'm so torn between uh, the Destiny 2 Annual Pass and Katamari Damacy. <laughs> well, so here's your answer, Jacob. Shut up, troll. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na
I need that game back like, in my life so bad. Like literally, like the little intro, na 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 na. Like there was a day at work, like I had just randomly thought about Katamari Damacy, and went to YouTube and listened to the soundtrack. It's come up on our and podcast like, a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then for a solid week, I was just literally like randomly doing shit, and all of a sudden I hear na na na. Fuck, get out of my head, <laughs> demons be gone. The power of Christ compels you. Like it just like it just keeps lurking back in. The power of the prince compels you. Yeah. But man, that, that's such a fun game. I, I want them to make a new one. So I hope a lot of people yes. buy this I Switch buy, port. Yes, exactly. If you, if everyone buys this, we'll get a new one. <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> we need a new category to Mossy. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do though. Do you roll up the galaxy i don't know well the guy who created the series went on to make like nobby nobby boy and he's got another game that's being worked on uh that hasn't come out yet that's also super weird in japanese i can't remember the name right now something you should not google search (laughs) (laughs) right well so nobby nobby boy is also super random so like nobby nobby boy is like this weird like caterpillar kind of dude and you do like puzzle solving and weird stuff in this cute, like weird, almost like diorama world. But he's got a girlfriend that is stretching out into space and is trying to go all the way out into space and reach a planet and turn around and come back. And the progress of her through that was based on player progression. So then like it became this online game of guys playing this dumb, weird game. And just constantly seeing the girlfriend stretch and like fly through the cosmos. And she finally got to the planet and turned around like two years ago. And then I think they shut down the servers on PS3 and everybody cried. (laughs) All right. So speaking of Japanese games, I also finished Pokemon. Do do we have any Pokemon players in here? No. Uh, I used to back in the day. I like back to the uh, original Game Boy and Game Boy Color. You yeah, should, I, I played them. Do you have a Switch? Uh, I do not. Not yet. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting to get one. Should get a Switch. You're not missing much. No. <laughs> should get a Switch <laughs> and get this. Because, man, I, it is a blast from the past. It is exactly the same as the old games. But 3D oh, wow. and quality of life changes and just everything you would want. The game is Yeah, because it's a, it's, it's, it's a rough remake of... Pokemon Yellow. Yes. But with some other newer features and some of the Let's Go features uh, from Pokemon Go kind of mixed in. Right. Everybody, that's what nobody likes about it. It's like, oh, it has something to do with Pokemon Go. Like, not really. Like, you can transfer your Pokemon Go into the the park. That's it. And you don't battle Pokemon when you catch them. That's a good thing. It's such a good thing. Because those random battles slow you down so much, and they don't with this. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just talking about, like, the random battles are gone, but also, like, if you see a Pokemon, you walk into them. Yeah, I guess that's not something I associate with Pokemon Go. You don't have to worry about accidentally knocking the Pokemon out you're trying to catch. Right, that's nice. And and when you do battle, like, legendary birds, you do have to battle them. And when you knock them out, then you catch them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I completed. I beat. So, so, so you you employ the Cosby method. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! (laughs) Wow! Jeez! He went there. (laughs) 
So yeah, I beat the Elite Four. Uh, I am the Pokemon champion, and uh, now I what, now what the game is is getting up to level seventy five to go catch Mewtwo, and then defeating all the uh, Master Trainers. There are I think it's one hundred and fifty. I would assume Master Trainers there's, in the game now. There's a lot of them because yeah. they all specialize in, if not an individual Pokemon. Yeah, like a bunch of types, but yeah, that that whole stuff opens up at the end. Yep. So you, you and it's crazy. They master one Pokemon, and you have to beat them. And I don't know what to get when you do that. I think it might just be an in-game thing. But um, yeah, I did battle the Cloister Master, and she basically just light screen and another defensive thing and protect, which just blocks a move one turn and poisoned me and fucking turtled. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got to so figure out some way old command that. and conquer. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Pokemon. But uh, uh, I saw some something earlier today. I need to look back into it. But apparently, somebody beat the the final four Pokemon trainers using only a level three like Weedle or not Weedle, but a Kakuna. So some, some nonsense. Like they use a super low level Pokemon to beat the the Elite Four. Okay, I don't know. I was like, and, and I looked at the guy, and he was like, "So let me guess, they just wanted to harden their experience." <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's wow. it. That's my my little Pokemon update. And without Bob and uh, Artillery here, <laughs> it's a little hard to talk about. But uh. <laughs> You also played Smash Brothers, which has Pokemon in it. Uh, yeah. So, it's weird. I've I've not played much yet. I haven't played Smash since the N64, so it's been just short of 20 years ago. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yes. man, like, it, the word light sucks. Like, don't yeah. let anybody trick you into thinking world of light is okay like it's got some cool moments but the majority of world of light is just mindless bullshit so, um, so far i've pretty much just from even the people that love it like tim gettys i'm getting i don't want this game because they're like oh yeah it takes like 12 hours to unlock everybody you gotta do it one at a time and the world of light's not great and this mode's not great and oh but well, like, his friends is where it's at but <laughs> you gotta go through all so, this bullshit to get there you you don't have to. So uh, the world of light is completely optional. Right. You can unlock every character pretty quickly through all other modes fairly simply. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is like when I first started, like having, like I know the basic rules of Smash, but I just you know didn't literally know what the buttons do because <laughs> you right. know I I don't play the Nintendo yeah, you said much that in Discord that you couldn't find like how to do things. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, hey, guys, I just want to know what the fuck A does, what B does. Why do I have this right analog stick? What does it do? Figure it out, pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you leave the game alone, like, when you start it up, and you're looking at the start screen, you know that thing for decades now, you just instinctively skip past every single time. It starts up a video that kind of is like a tutorial video that runs you through, like, okay, here's the map boundaries. You do damage to knock people out further to have a better chance of KOing them. But the on-screen button prompts, it shows you in this video, 
are color coded to the GameCube controller and don't say the button, they say what the button does. So, oh, so wow. if you're sitting there holding like the the Joy Cons or uh, any other controller that's not a GameCube controller, you're just like, how the fuck does this help me, guys? What the that? hell? That's that's, that's I, I don't know. Like it's so dumb. You have to go like deep. I just to figure out what the fucking buttons do, and there are like good button options. Don't get me wrong. Like once I figured out the the weird fucking Enigma code to get to the control schemes, it's great. Uh, you had to go to options, go to controls, and when you open up controls, it just has a thing like, all right, name your control profile or turn menu rumble on or off. It's like, where the fuck's this picture in every video game for the past 20 years that shows me what the buttons do? The bottom left of that screen, you can set like your default control preferences. And then based on what input type you're using, you can set different button mappings for each three sets, which was super cool. It's like you name your profile, like I named it Trollbeard. Then it has, you know, while the switch is docked using, you know, Pro Controller or Joy-Cons, whatever. These are your button mappings you can set. If it's undocked just using the Joy-Cons, you can have these button mappings. Or if you plug in a GameCube controller, you can button map that separately. So that's all cool. But it took me way too long to figure out that's how to even see what the fucking buttons do yeah. <laughs> just to know that oh hey the smash attacks which are can be you know operated by pressing a and b together are on the right analog stick because like i remember this fucking stupid c stick on the game controller did something yeah. in smash and it's just like you can't remap the smash attack to any of the face buttons which bugs me because there's two fucking jump buttons. <laughs> X and Y on the switch are both jump buttons. It's like, let me make one of those a smash button. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you let me remap everything else possible on all these other things. But the one thing, the smash attack, I can't just like say, Hey, make this button be a and B like every tech in every mortal Kombat. Every fucking soul caliber, you can just yeah, queue up a button wonder, combo for one of you. With weird stuff like that, like, is there a reason why they did that? It's because it's bullshit. Like, yeah. like all the other misses they have with like quality of life. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you like Smash, if you know how to play Smash, if you enjoy Smash, this game is fan fucking tastic. Like, it feels great once you know how to play it, and it works well. And I haven't had many people have like drastically bad online experiences yet. Right. So everything other than the world of light seems to be peachy. It's just, there's always some small like quality of life, dumb complaint. Like it wasn't until this game, this game after, you know, melee brawl, Wii U that they gave you the option to save like your custom, like game settings. Right. So like everybody who ever played Smash always did, you know, no time limit, just lives. Do you guys play And you uh, had to go every single time you started the game back up <laughs> and change that setting back over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every single round. <laughs> but yeah, oh, like so annoying. Yeah, so like that's 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 a thing that they just figured out now. 
like 20 uh, years later. God, Mark. <laughs> but, you know, it's like the basic things they miss, but then they go into so many details and so many other areas. It's like, what the hell, guys? But so, uh, Fitz, do you have a switch? No, no, no. I uh, I rock my PS4 and now the PC. Damn. So uh, I think we have a history of always having switch guys on this podcast. <laughs> I uh, I never bother with with uh, Nintendo. Uh, it's been a long, long time. Yeah, this is my first Nintendo. Well, I guess I have a 2DS, but I don't like it. Um. Uh. And, oh, I had a Wii, I guess, but I never played it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I am not so much a Nintendo guy either. But this console is really, really good. Um, yeah, I lost I lost touch with Nintendo when uh, the original PlayStation came out. It's just like right after after playing uh, Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation the first time through and not having a memory card, I was like, I gotta get this shit so I can get a memory card. It's like Jesus. <laughs> So it's not all that bad to unlock everything. No, like uh, they've already got all the, like the the videos and how to do this the quickest. Like, there's only eight characters unlocked from the start, but there's like seventy overall. Jeez. So, like, even best case scenario, it takes you like two and a half hours. How many characters was in the first one? Like maybe uh, what twenty five, thirty? No, the first one on oh, sixty four yeah. had. Uh, Eight unlocked and two you could unlock through. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it was uh, it was Ness and somebody else. In the original? Yeah, Ness was in the original because he had the stupid, because he had the weird, stupid like spark fart that threw him back up onto the map. Like Ness was the OG fucking, you know, edge guard guy because. You could never knock him off the map. Like he would just like jump. You'd throw him way out there, and he'd jump, double jump, and hit his up B. And he'd have this like weird spark that flies and hits him in the butt and throws him up higher. So like, like you could like launch that man, fucking three football fields away, and if somebody knew what they were doing, they could make it back, and it would drive you crazy. Being the original at all, but I guess I was a kid then. I would have tried to unlock him or anything. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, they've now got every single character from every, yeah. you know, Plus. Smash in this one. Plus new ones. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the thing I have a feeling is gonna break me from like regularly playing this game online is. Hey, if you want to play with your friends, you got to use the fucking Nintendo app to invite them into your lobby. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it's they they're doubling down on the fucking Nintendo app. Oh, wow. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that shit bugs me. Cuz yeah, like all of their online games they have for the Switch, they fuck it up somehow. <laughs> like even if the actual connectivity works, like getting into the stuff is like a pain in the ass, which there's like a super like upvoted and like it's got three Reddit goals right now on the Nintendo Switch subreddit. Damn. It's like Mario Tennis Aces, you can't allow you're not allowed to choose specific number of sets you'd like to play. Uh 
on Splatoon 2, like you can't play just specific maps or modes. They're on a rotation. So like there's these these two maps every two hours, and then on these hours you can play the the horde mode. Uh in Mario Party, like you can't just do the board game online. You can only do the mini games. And now Smash Brother Ultimate, like the way the matchmaking works, you know, there's like a you know, an ELO like from like League and Dota. There's like a matchmaking rating. You can't just like you and your buddy on your switch play two v two online against your other buddy and his friend on their switch. Like there's all sorts of weird like design choices of as far as their online works where they just like fuck it up for like the basic stuff you're just used to doing everywhere else. That's so bizarre. Wow. That's Nintendo for you. But yeah, yeah like I said, very frustrating. The game itself, fan fucking tastic. But yeah, like. Like, whatever people were complaining about, like, the spirits in World of Light, they were right. <laughs> when, like, yeah. Tim Geddes described it as being, hey, let's do dumb shit for JPEGs. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, because it adds these arbitrary, like, rock, paper, scissors, like, stat boost mechanics in the background. Yeah, that does not so sound the, enjoyable. So there's all these weird scenarios. Like, there was one where I was fighting, like, a, a big uh, King K. Rule... And like every few seconds, he'd flip between moving super slow and being heavy, and it was hard to you know knock him away, to being super light and moving super fast. And then it was easier to knock him out. Like it was all these weird like stat flips and special oh, conditions okay. they were throwing in. That's in the world of light. That's in the world of light. Like that, that sounds like uh, Soul Calibur Two, the adventure mode. It's like the that. the web the oh, yeah. master tower. That's exactly what that sounds like. But that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I remember because, that. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Because it had like a, a better sense of you just going into the thing and not having to every single one of these things go to your spirits yeah. menu, reassign yeah, the thing oh, that yeah. helps you survive this <laughs> mode, <laughs> and then do the bullshit. Because like there's one where I was playing, uh, it was like to unlock the spirit for like the girl from Pikmin, I was fighting Olimar. And for whatever reason, like he regains health the whole time and it just like does super damage. Like <laughs> there are times where I was like trying to now mind, this is me still not knowing exactly even what all the fucking buttons do. Yeah. <laughs> then also this guy like three hits me. <laughs> like I get hit once, and I'm at like thirty-eight percent on the meter. I'm like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> he barely touched me. And then he hits me again and then power smashes me and I'm flying and I'm reset. Like like some of those rounds of me going at it for like over in like 25 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I won't be doing that mode very much. Yeah, but if you just play like the classic mode, which is like your standard like everyday like arcade mode in a fighting game, or you just start playing like competitively like with your friends. Yeah, you you you'll unlock the new challenger appear screen all the time. And even if you don't win that fight, you can go back at the main menu. That's cool. And queue up all the fights that you've accumulated. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like it, it's just it sucks that they didn't give you an option to just say, "Hey, hit this button or punch in this code to unlock everybody." Because all you want to do is play with your friends, and you don't want to have to fucking take a week 
before you can invite your friends over to get the characters they want to play as in Smash. Right. It's just it's just a just a weird oversight of like convenience and quality of life, like you guys are talking about with Destiny. And you know, like we mentioned about Black Ops and some of the things they need to do. It's yeah, just Nintendo man. might not do them, unlike you know, Bungie and uh Activision. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 interesting. I it's such a different game than what I'm used to. Yeah. And I'm off uh Tuesday and Wednesday, so I'm probably gonna go deep down the rabbit hole and boot yeah. camp my fat ass through. And I think Bob's got it as well. Um so I don't know if Rocktillery got it or not. I have to check with them. I probably won't be getting it for a while. It's not like a demanding game for me. I would much rather have Katamari and uh, the Destiny Pass than buy that. But I will get it eventually. But uh, for now, I'm sure we're going to talk about Smash a lot in the coming weeks. Let's go ahead and move on to the Game Awards. Because there was a lot of stuff come out of that. Uh, let's see. So, uh, and really, we're not going to go over a whole lot of it because, you know, we did do the watch along. You guys can go back and watch that if you want. But there was some really cool stuff announced. Um, see, I've got like a trailer compilation here. I, I'm super excited about Mortal Kombat. And I love the way they announced it with the, the spike coming out of the screen. Ned Boon being like, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Beowulf Fates, did you guys watch the Game Awards? I, I have not had a chance to watch it, but I'm I'm actually going to go back and watch y'all's stream and uh, watch it. And uh, like I know a few things, you know, I know you know who got game of the year and things like that, um, but I didn't get a chance to. Right. Like I'm glad you because I, I, I've been wanting to watch this uh, the trailer from Mortal Kombat because I loved Mortal Kombat back in the day. Yeah, and Faith was there with us when we were watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched uh, a bit of it. Uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat I'm excited about. Uh, I did notice that they're using weapons a lot more, so hopefully we're going to get the weapon styles back. I love that. And I don't know which Mortal Kombat that was. But that was like original Mortal Xbox? Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat 3 really started bringing in weapons, but like the weapon styles you swapped out of, I think was, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat 9. Somewhere it around like, there. It was Ultimate Alliance or Deception or one of those. Yeah, because I remember when a, a Cabal got first added way back in the arcades. That's when they had like, yeah, the, the dual little weird curved blade swords. Yeah. That was when they first started bringing weapons as regular equipment in. And then people hated it. <laughs> they didn't do that for a few years and brought it back with the weapon styles. I, yeah, I love that having two different fighting styles and a third weapon style. I love that. And, of course, this is the weird big bad. I like that we're getting a new big bad. That's cool. Or it's not going to be yeah. uh, Shang Tsung or Quan Chi again or one of them guys. Yeah. I just wish I didn't hate the way Mortal Kombat games feel. <laughs> like, like, I love Mortal Kombat and what it stands for and all the goofy shit they do. Yeah. But I'd rather set my pubes on fire than play it. Like I just hate the fire. <laughs> I, I I can't stand it. Like wow. I, it's like it's just it's it's like slow and clunky and specific. It's like, oh, this is like the input style 
Same reason why I don't like Dark Souls. It's like sure. Uh, yeah, like I just I, I love watching like the compilations of some of the story moments and all the yeah. uh like the fatalities and stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, but it's like literally like just break my fingers before I play <laughs> that game again. <laughs> Let's see the next interesting trailer I see on here is Anthem, which I'm yeah. not sure if I'm gonna pick up or not. Well, they're they just started today the the like the alpha test stuff. Yeah. Uh which that's all under NDA, but you know people are going to leak that stuff. Yeah, I need to play that. I, this is a game I really need to try, but with Destiny having its hooks in me and the Division 2 coming out, like this game's going to have to be fucking incredible for me to give a shit. Yeah. I've already got two looter shooters that I love. Anthem lacks PvP, and that's a big, mm. a big draw for me. Why? Yeah. I I I love playing Destiny PvP. I love running in the Dark Zone in Division. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they're like, no, we're not <coughs> PvP. Like months, like even before E3. I, I don't know. I mean, like, the PvE side of this would have to, like, right. blow my fucking mind. Like, it would it would have to be so good, and they would have to... Uh, the updates to it would have to keep that up. I mean, even... I mean, it, it launches, like, a little less than a month before Division 2. I'm just like, that's... Right. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's gonna have to be, like, the greatest game of all time to pull me away from Division 2. Or Division I mean, 2 is going to have to be really garbage, which I don't think it will yeah. be. I don't think either. I mean, Division yeah. 2 or Division 1 after the 1.8 update is yeah, uh, fantastic. Um, I mean, hopefully, because, you know, with Destiny 1, when everything was set and done, they're like, yeah, but Destiny 2 is going to launch great because they learned so much. <laughs> hopefully the same thing doesn't happen with the Division. Well, and it's like, guys, well, if- you learned. <laughs> If they're like, oh yeah, by the way, here's some ran or here's uh, some static rolls. We know, we know that you know, stay away. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited about Division Two. Um, the fuck, God, the Dark Zone is so stressful. That is the most stressful thing in video it. games. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love. It's great. I love being able to run through with a group. It's just I, I Division Two or Division Two is going to be amazing. I mean. I'm surprised I'm... we didn't see anything from Division Two at the Game Awards or anything. But I guess, I guess they got their marketing out there. Maybe a little start marketing. They did that. They uh, they've started to post a little bit all on their Twitter. Uh, yeah. In between, you know, still promoting, you know, uh, Division. We'll but, probably uh, get a lot in January and February. I imagine even, I mean, even as this month winds down, I'm sure we'll end up getting a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, if you follow Ubisoft on like their YouTube pages, like they just regularly like, roll out like behind the scenes, like developer update stuff on all their right. games and events you'd never heard of. <laughs> the way they show off some stuff about the game and, and until they drop like big trailers, no one ever talks about it. But there's a lot of info you can find on their YouTube pages. Yeah. I'd also, I'd also like to see them, uh, even expand their PvP past. I know they had it had you know like a standard PvP mode uh, in Division One. I, I don't think it was 
popular in the least bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played a bunch of PvP in the division. It's I'd like to see them push it a little bit more. Um, yeah, the Division One's PvP was super meta heavy. Like there was only two guns you could really use. Yeah. If you weren't using them, you got steamrolled. So it it's extremely hard to get into. I really tried for a while getting yeah. into it, and I could not because I didn't have the house and I didn't have something else. So I uh, yeah, I just got steamrolled. I talked to people about it in the chat rooms and they're like, just don't. If you don't have friends and you don't have this gear set, just don't. Which just yeah. sucks. That's crazy. But yeah. at the same time, I was playing the division. I had plenty of shit to do. Oh yeah, yeah. I so, I I mean the only reason I would like to see that is like Destiny One. I mean, like when I rant like all right, I yeah. maxed out all my characters or whatever, I would immediately just PvP is what uh, you, know. you did. PvP was my yeah, it was yeah. my automatic default. It was just all right. Well, I'm done. I have all of my exotics. Let's just go wreck some fools in the crucible. Pretty much. <laughs> I'd like to you know have that option with Division Two instead of having to say like boot up Call of Duty or right boot up Destiny. Yeah, we need uh, a good third person shooter PvP. I can't yeah. really think of any off the top of my head. But um, yeah, I mean. Well, you'll get Gears 5 next year. I'm so over Gears. Dude, I have started Gears 4 like 10 times. And I, every time I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm like, oh, all right, this this is boring. <laughs> like, I, I don't yeah. care about any of these characters anymore. Like, Gears 4 doesn't like do much great, but it, it does have a slow start. But there's some cool stuff like through the midway towards the end. Yeah. And the end has like, a super dumb giant robot fight, which is cool. <laughs> All right, you can miss it. Uh, I might try it eleventh time. But uh, yeah, like that's the thing is like, I just wish I remotely cared about the division. Like, you're not I, into I, I, shooters. No, like the 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 RPG grind. Yeah, like it, it it could be shot in the head and left in the street as an example. Of everyone else tomorrow. Why are you so happy. violent with everything you don't like? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeez, man! Uh, like, I'm gonna get you some help. Well, (laughs) you're not wrong. But let's uh, move on to something you do like, because they announced. I think you like. They announced Far Cry New Dawn. Holy shit! uh, This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like they're not gonna try to. I I hope they learn from their hideous mistakes with the narrative of Far Cry 5 Mm -hmm. and focus more on what this looks like to be like crazy wacky fun Yeah, which outside of the story of Far Cry 5 Far Cry 5 was that like it was just hey go do all this crazy stuff but then like the narrative of Far Cry 5 just randomly like you hit a certain like progress checkpoint and then, okay, you're just going to get randomly darted in the middle of nowhere, and now you're going to get monologued at yeah, by this bad annoying. guy in this region. Like, like there there was stuff there, but they just fucked up the delivery every single step of the way. Yeah, and, I know there's been a handful of, and I, I've been told this personally by friends, they're like, so they're just reskinning the map? That's dumb. Like, no, no, it's not dumb. It's what they've usually do, right? Like that primal was the same as four, wasn't it? It was the the same map geometry. Yeah. But they did a lot more than you would think. Which is probably like gonna change. be the same here. 
Well, no, this is like directly. Well, there's a new area they go to in this game, but otherwise, this is the same like Montana map. Because oh, definitely, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of buildings that are Lo- different. Like yeah, locations are different. Huh? It's going to be dramatically different. So I'm looking for yeah, that. I reinstalled four, or sorry, no five. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to finish it. It's it's a forty dollar standalone direct sequel okay. to a game. So it's not a sixty dollar expansion. It's forty. Just crazy so, looking weapons and yeah, this looks like fun. I like that ramp truck. It reminds yes. me of the good old days of Vice City. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I'll, I'll be picking that up. And Father's still alive. That's wild. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Fortnite. It's already talked about. Uh, what the hell is this? This Rage. This must be Rage. Yeah, Rage 2 looks like big dumb fun. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like uh, Far Cry New Dawn on steroids. <laughs> Um, I like we've talked about. I've played a little bit of Rage, but you you even said it's like a mediocre game, right? Yeah, even even in the time, like it, like the the guns, the weapons, that stuff felt good. The AI was cool for the time, and some of the animations and the presentation were great. But it was just like it was trying to be open world in some segments, but ended up still being like an old school yeah. like corridor like. Quake or Unreal, like the actual game story games of Unreal, not the tournament games that were just all multiplayer only. It was just point A to point B, do this thing, get back out to your truck and then drive off and then go to the next spot. And that it was essentially like a weird corridor between the actual levels of the game. I feel like sometimes these games come out like Rage where it's almost like a proof of concept and they're like, okay, people are into this. Now go build what you actually want to build. That, that happens. Yeah, like I think it happened with Wolfenstein. Um, it's happening with doom, even though the first doom was pretty good, but they're going to horribly boring, but and... played great. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it played great. So hopefully doom two will be much more interesting. Well, that, same kind of thing happened with Titanfall. Like, look at how yes successful Titanfall Two was, Titanfall and how much was fantastic. Smoother. And then Titanfall Two is just one of the best games of all time. Well, again, Division Two coming yeah. up, talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see what's next. This isn't all the trailers. These are apparently just the best trailers. Yeah, the only only other thing really. Like that looks super interesting is, you know, they, they put out like a super, super early tease for the next uh, Dragon Age game. And then the Outer Worlds. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find here is Outer Worlds. Uh, See, random survival co-op bullshit. Yeah, there was multiple random survival co-op early access bullshit games. I got one for you. Oh yeah, I know where he's going. Uh, <laughs> Atlas. Atlas. Oh my god. I am, I am looking forward to Atlas. It's yeah, like, uh, oh hey, here's Fantasy Arc. Yeah, talk hey. about that because me and Troll big are old, not MMO guys and that, that game old, looks like just terrible to me. <laughs> big old pirate MMO. Oh my yeah. god. I, 
any game that allows me to be a pirate, I'm going to play. But yeah. Well, I don't care how. So basically, how, basically, I mean, they took uh, they took things from Ark. I mean, as soon as I yeah. saw it, uh, I was like, oh, okay, those are literally the horses from Ark. Those are the bears from Ark. They literally kind of just took uh, some of their their graphical concepts and just ported them over, which is a little strange because Ark is you know like fantasy mm. and like fucking dinosaurs. I think it's sci-fi uh, with the Iron Man armor and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, they added elemental art yeah. stuff. I mean, that's like Endgame. That's not like normal, like every day. And most of the time, you don't see people wearing it. Um, Do we know? But, is this like a? Is this a, a? What do you call? It? Is that a hot bar? Like in WoW? Is this that type of MMO? Um, uh, I'm not sure. Um, the only thing I I know for sure is that they mentioned like the instant servers for these maps. Uh-huh. Are up to forty thousand players. Yeah, the, the game on Steam is a hundred hundred gigabyte download. Uh, oh, is it out? Uh, it's it started it, early access. That was oh, what this uh, announced trailer was oh, okay. for. It uh, no. comes to PC December thirteenth. Um, oh shit! I will okay. say this: I watched a uh, I watched a uh, kind of a breakdown of the announcement for it, Fate, and uh, they said the map size. Is okay, so you know how big the maps are on uh arc. They said it's like a thousand and twenty-four times the size of an arc map. Yeah. If Uh, it's not a hot bar bullshit, I hate those games MMO. If this is like arc on a massive scale, I'll play it. But eh, I don't know. It just it it does look so cool though. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. it looks like it took Sea of Thieves and Ark to the next. Thing. Well, when the trailer came on, yeah. Troll was even like, is it Sea of Thieves? <laughs> I was like, what? No. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of it was just, like, Sea of Thieves. It looked like Sea of Thieves with, like, mods. Because yeah. how, like, it looked. I, at first, I was like, wait, this just looks like Sea of Thieves. And then I saw, you know, started reading it, about it and, you know, saw a little bit more. But um, there are some things like this right here. I mean, even the like, giant monsters swimming by oh my god hell no that is that is my nightmare <laughs> uh, they, they basically uh were, they took uh from what i read they took the uh like the breeding system and taming yeah. system in arc and uh kind of turned it towards uh basically you you'd be able to control like your crew's stats and like getting better crew okay stuff like that your that's ship, the thing like is- these guys have built an incredible game in arc and if they could take some of those systems and manipulate them a little bit to be an MMO and they could have something really special here. Yeah. I'm, I'm very optimistic. I, I think they, they literally just use, you know, what Sea of Thieves built and expand. Look, look, fate, I'll, I will be a pirate. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, it, it looks great. I mean, it really does. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, for 30 bucks, like, I'm okay. To give it a shot. Are you guys yeah, ready when it comes out? I uh, probably won't get it right when it comes out, uh, simply because I'm just a broke motherfucker. I understand now, that. Now they did they did say that it was probably going to stay in early access for probably think about a year, two years. Something yeah, like I was going to say thirty bucks in four years early access, and you'll have yourself I mean, a cool game. It's <laughs> <laughs> arc. I mean, well, shit. I mean, I mean, shit. DayZ still not on a what alpha? Well, shit. Fortnite <laughs> still in beta. PUBG's out, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Open up the box and get a slice of a grapefruit. That's what PUBG is. 
open world survival MMO. Do you want to add any more words that scared me away? Like <laughs> early access. That's early the, the force of the apocalypse. <laughs> right. I mean, early access. I mean, it, I don't think it even means what it used to mean anymore. I really don't. No, it doesn't. And like, you could even call Destiny early access. <laughs> Basically, I mean, <laughs> as bad as it sounds, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is because like that's how I feel about Destiny One because I played Destiny One like a bit when it came out and I was like, there's not a lot here. And then I played, I bought like the gold edition or whatever, like with everything. And I'm like, this game is incredible. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a drastic I difference. Mean, so yeah, it, you, there's a lot of games you could call early access Fortnite. There you go. That's early access. Like you said, it's in beta. Yeah. They just haven't taken that fucking sticker off yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love, I, I love arc. I, I still do. I'm, probably gonna rebuy it for pc i mean i ran a i ran a server for it so i mean it's i i, I like grindy type games arc was grindy and i like you know, I, I like destiny obviously put me on that treadmill you know yeah i had arc kind yeah. of ruined for me because we started playing it and i got really into it i built a little hut and then all my friends were unemployed at the time so by the time i was able to play again they literally did everything so they were like <laughs> Okay, we're gonna do the really hard stuff. Hey, how come you don't have gear? It's like, cause I have a life, dude. <laughs> and then I, I never really got to play Ark. I literally got to play cameraman and watch them do stuff. So Ark was kind of ruined for me. I uh I uh I got it right. Uh, I I went on official servers, was having you know fun as like somebody who's new to the game. Uh, I ended up getting stream sniped. Like this guy would follow me from huh. server server just like putting me in cages and stuff oh jeez <laughs> yeah i marked um, out because i'm a builder kind of guy i marked out all the stuff i wanted to build and i came back and one of my buddies had like erased it and built stuff other than that he's like yeah but this works better here okay <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. so uh, what do you guys need me to do well you don't have any good stats so there's not a lot for you to do you can go out and grind this and grind and re- all right i'm done bye <laughs> Yeah, you just uh, you stand there and look pretty. It's fine. Pretty much. Yeah, so I would I want to get Ark, I think, on the Xbox. Is it pretty good on PlayStation? Uh it runs I mean, I haven't played it in like since like last It just it seems like before. with the menus and everything, it wouldn't be good on console. It's it's not too bad, like um Yeah, it works better than you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. I got a friend of mine that's like uh, he he goes he relapses into Ark every now and then. <laughs> oh, there's a free trial for Ark, isn't there? Uh, I can just do that. Pretty sure there is. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I I think it's rather smooth. Uh, the only problems you really run into is, like, you're playing on official, and uh, you run yeah. into, like, you know, the mega tribes with, like, 4,000 yeah. dinosaurs in their, their right. goddamn base, and the whole server lags. But I mean, other than that, I, I, it runs rather well on console. The action bar stuff is kind of pretty smooth, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. Well, let's keep moving because we're at an hour yeah. 44. <laughs> um, so one of the games I'm most interested in is Outer Worlds. And because this game just looks so damn cool. And it's Obsidian. Like they make some of the best games. Oh, Private Division. There you go, Troll. Another one of these games. They yeah, like there. I said, there's another game that they also showed. Uh, game Awards. But yeah, uh, so Outer Worlds is like they essentially kind of rebuilt 
It's 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 New Vegas in space. Yeah. These are the guys Plus, who made the original oh, wow. Fallout. And the same <laughs> guys who did New Vegas. Yes. But um so it's built on Unreal Engine 4 and it has a lot of the same like dialogue trees like you're used to seeing from say New Vegas and a lot of the same like kind of like camera controls and you know camera cues when you walk up to talk to people and that zoom in <laughs> it uh it doesn't have vats but it does have kind of like a slow-mo bullet time mode you need every now and then because it's more shooter than it is you know than fallout new vegas was right but it's like, also it, gonna be it, way more rpg for the looks of it than new vegas even like as far as like decision wise goes yeah, yeah. Um, GameSpot had like a long breakdown of some footage and some deeper stuff in there of what you know they were shown and what they got to do. Uh, so yeah, like I it looks like it's gonna be cool. It's weird, you know, people are like this is an Xbox owned studio and this game's coming out on PS4. That's gonna be weird. It's like, well, no, this was a game that they had already been funded yeah. for by Private Division, had this thing almost done. Before, you know, Microsoft showed up trying to buy them. No, I think they made so this game in about four months, three months, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, hey, we're we're f- fulfilling our contracts. Yeah, that's going to happen with all those studios, probably. Yeah. They're all going to release games for multiple things. Probably. But yeah, I, I'm super excited about this. Like, I... I could go for a shooter like this. Like I really like Fallout Four, even though a lot of people don't. Um, I would like to play another Fallout type game, and this one in space or like Borderlands. I love Borderlands. This yeah, isn't gonna be know, quite like Borderlands, but it'll it's up there with like that weird shit going on on different planets. Yeah, the only thing, unfortunately, I heard from their breakdown was like you don't really spend any time like in outer space, right? That's just kind of like old school, like traveling between planets in Mass Effect. Sure. Like it's just like your travel between the different it's not parts of this no planet and other planets. Yeah. Like yeah. that's your loading screen and home base essentially is going back to the sure. ship. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a pretty ambitious to add like a space system to a game. That's not something you just decide to do. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Man, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks really good. It's coming out way sooner than I expected, too. When is it coming yeah, out? It doesn't look. It's supposed to be coming out like early to mid next year. Okay. Like this is roughly like six months out. All right, let's see. So the other things I got announced was a scavengers. Oh, this is the survival game no one gives a shit about. <laughs> Uh, the last campfire looked pretty neat. Cute little game. Yeah, it's made by two people at Hello Games. Yeah. So it's not even like a, a chunk of the team there. It's literally two guys doing all the work. Dauntless got announced for consoles. That's, uh, yeah, if you like monster hunting games, Fates, that'll be a good one for you. It's going to be free to play. Yeah. That's a just as a side note. That's another game that I have that I have not gotten to play a lot of Monster Hunter. Yeah, I I played Monster Hunter before. I can't get into those games. Dauntless is nice though because it's it's casual Monster Hunter. 
my uh my my problem with monster hunter was just i the combat system is strange to me um yeah like it's it's like you queue up your animation hope you didn't fuck it up and then you can roll out of the way after it's done and hope you didn't die yeah people i mean i guess people are used to it but like for me it feels odd especially it with how beautiful feels monster like a ps2 game yeah especially yeah, I, with how beautiful monster hunter is so it, it, yeah like i don't know I feel like Dauntless isn't like that. Dauntless feels like Monster Hunter should. It's a hack and slash going after the monsters. I don't think you cut off the body parts and stuff like Monster Hunter World or Monster Well, you Hunter harvest World. them after yes. like the kill. But it's not you don't have to like play. You don't have to individually like attack like the horn to hopefully to right. get it to break to then get a chance for that piece to spawn. And like, that's why I say it's a more <laughs> casual Monster Hunter, which sounds great well, to me. Well, it's it's a less obtuse Monster Hunter. Like, yes. Like, they're rolling on, like, old school rules from 20 years ago that they've not really done much except make it deeper and weirder. Yeah, I played a bunch of Dauntless when it was first announced, I think. I think we got invited to play it. We got invited by the devs. I reached out to them. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, my one buddy that's super into Monster Hunter... He enjoyed it, but he really likes the obtuseness of Monster Hunter, so he didn't enjoy it as much as he could. But, you know, all the different weapon systems are there. The grindiness is there. The hunting is there. And, God, it's been forever since I played it, so I'm sure they've added a shitload of stuff. Yeah, that that release trailer from the Game Awards was telling people, you know, that A, it's launching on consoles, but yeah. B... Uh, that big update, Frostfall, I think is what it was called. The biggest yes, content right. update, content update they've done dropped last night. Right. Yeah. So I might actually, I might have to just reinstalled Dauntless on my PC and play it. I'm sure I can get my buddy to my Monster Hunter buddy to play it. So I'm excited about that. I'm always excited about good free to play games. Uh, the other thing that that got announced not announced but shown off and then released was ashen and i played some of this and it's a dark souls game <laughs> i yeah. didn't know that so i don't know how much of it i'm gonna play the world is super interesting it's a super beautiful game um i want to play more of it i i will play some more but if it's gonna be super hard like it is currently i'm not gonna get very far I just don't play games like that. But the world is pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. Combat. There, there's that. There's a, so much stuff we could go over. We go, we'll go over more of it next week. Uh, Ancestors, Devil May Cry. Journey is coming out on PC. That's cool. On the hell. Epic Game Store. Like, yep. the Epic Game Store showed up big. It was like, hey, Epic Game Store is out today. And here's like eight games <laughs> we've got. You can go play right now. Yeah, one thing we're not going to be able to talk about that we'll talk about next week. I found super interesting is the guy who worked on Steam Spy is building the Epic Store. And yeah, he was working with their like uh, development tools guys to like yeah put forward tools to help developers look at their payout because like the way the payouts work, you can have. Like you can incentivize as a developer, 
like content creators. So like how Fortnite yeah. does like the creator codes built into the Epic Game Store. You can create a code for the people in your game, give somebody access, and assign a percentage cut of sales to that person for you know I'm sure advertising all that stuff. Yeah. If, if so you're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, so like that's the kind of stuff the Steam Spy guy was really about was that transparency of data and, you know, making smart business decisions based on the sales info, which oddly enough, after they shut down Steam Spy, the update for Steam is talking about their new like revenue split. Less developers publish their sales data if they want to, like on their page. Like you can share that publicly now. It's not required by Steam to be hidden. So <laughs> it's a little bit of the same thing on both platforms, but now the guy who lost his job, got a better job. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, was there anything else from the game awards you guys want to talk about before we move on to the game um, showcase? No, I think we're, I think we're, I think you covered it mostly. I, think. I know you, I know you said journeys coming to PC yes. and uh, dude, that is probably my favorite game. That's all, all I ever hear from anybody is that Journey Dude, is an uh, incredible game. It, 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 like the very first time I played it. Uh, all right. So like I don't get very emotional a lot of times. And the very first time I played it, like all I, you know, I, I sat down and I said, all right, I'm going to play this from start to finish. And I did. And by the time the game was over with, I was in tears. I'm talking about like bawling baby ass tears playing this game because it was just so much fun. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's so simplistic, but the story and the music and the soundtrack, like I, I actually went out and bought the soundtrack just so I could have it. Wow. And, uh, um, you know, I, I got so far into it that even uh, I got hooked up with uh, uh, a lady that played it a lot. And she taught me how to do all the fancy flying, um, all the little uh, uh, secret glitches that you get outside the map. And uh, yeah, man, there's so much more to that game than just the game. You can you can uh, break the wall, get outside the map, and then there's so much that they didn't put in the game that you can find outside. And color like the color shaders that change the different colors of the game, like you fly through these certain areas. And I mean, it's just it's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those games where. Like, I can't recommend it enough, but then I say also, like, hey, if you're playing that game, make sure you're hooked up to the internet, because that's the main magic. Yes, playing playing through with somebody. Uh, because the first time I played through, uh, I, I, you know, I, I had I was hooked up to the internet, but nobody joined in on me, so I did it solo. But then the second time I played through with somebody, oh my god, it was, it was even more uh, spectacular. It's. I mean, I can't. Anybody who says, "Hey, I'm thinking about playing Journey," I'm like, "Do it. Don't even, don't even think about it. Just go buy it. Do it now. Play it." Yeah, I'm gonna be getting that when it comes to PC. Yeah, some of the guys who left that studio and like the guy who did the music made that game Abzu, which isn't as great, yeah. but it's like super chill and cool. Yeah, it's they, really they, too. they also announced that new game. Uh, that studio giant squid. I, f- I forgot I closed the page, but uh, it looks like, like I think I said, it looked like the Mark of Cree and Mulan had a baby. Is that uh, <laughs> the, like the path or something along those lines? Something like that. Yeah. That that game looks cool. Yeah. Looks yeah, more action focused. 
but it's going to be that same kind of style of following a path and just that that sensational like that feeling of sound and color palettes yeah the the, the black swan um or not the black swan the unfinished, the unfinished one the unfinished yeah. one was uh done by them as well and it was really good so i've got some videos here was there anything in particular you wanted to go over from the game showcase? Because there's so much here. Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's weird that, uh, well, Super Meat Boy Forever has a release date, finally. Mm-hmm. That's cool seeing, you know, the son of meat. Like, <laughs> like uh, the, the was that Dr. Fetus or whatever steals the baby. Right. And that's who you're trying to rescue now. Um, I'm looking at the list at Y2K. It's weird that that Y2K and there's another game further down. I I don't remember which one. Um, is two different games that look like oh. somebody who liked Earthbound decided to make an indie game. Except Y2K is this weird like existential post. It's called a postmodern RPG. I thought it was yuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of goofy, but like the game, the style, the way you played is like essentially like earthbound like in gameplay but then there was another one later on shit i don't remember what it was but it's like uh like a guy from a maori tribe from new zealand oh right but that one actually looks like an old earthbound game and has that kind of feel so that was super weird but really the, the favorite things i saw um you know messenger dlc hell yeah that comes out. That's a free expansion too, which is crazy. Um, Mineko's Night Market. They showed that off at E3. I just want that game. It's like a weird kind of like almost like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Bizarre game where you harvest cats and sell them at the market at night. At Sundown <laughs> looks really neat, which was three invincible guards versus three invisible attackers. That kind of multiplayer <laughs> gameplay. That yeah, it's a really three nice. on three. Yeah, that that looks weird. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl still looks exactly as bizarre and confusing as it was yeah. when I played <laughs> on the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. It just has cooler looking textures now. And it was presented like it, by it, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's fucking funny. weird. <laughs> Quarantine Circulars out at six bucks on the Switch. It's been out on Steam for about like four or five months. Yeah, I it's another to, one of the Mike Bithel shorts. I so need it's to the play same kind of surface circular. So quarantine circular is the same kind of style of gameplay. Yeah, as subsurface, but you're a human investigating like this outbreak. Right. Um, the Adams Ascending looks like a kind of roguelike, weird sci-fi game. Moving out looks dope. Moving it's made out by the guys. So cool. It's made by the guys who did Death Squared, so it's a it's a oh. get mad at your friends co op game. It just looks so weird that you're like yeah. throwing your furniture out and <laughs> yeah, you got to work together to move this couch across the street. And <laughs> I love game concepts like this. You would never think of. It's so uh, the weirdest one in this mix, just based on who makes it, to me was Operencia. It's like this weird, like first-person RPG. Oh, it's made yes. by Zen Studios. Okay, like they've made okay. nothing but pinball games, Zen pinball oh. for like 
the past like five, yeah. six years. Well, there you go, man. Some of these studios they make shit like that so they can fund a bigger game. Operancia looks fucking rad. So I have on yeah. right now. I love games like this. Like, um, what is the one on PC that's really good? Uh, oh my god, Dungeons of Dreadmore? No. I mean, uh, Legend of Grimrock. Legend of Grimrock. Thank you. I love Legend of Grimrock. So I'm but, very excited uh, about Operencia. There's a game, uh, Lapis X Labyrinth, which is like a weird, like it's cute girls in a dungeon, like weird, almost like original Maple Story side scrolling, yeah. like dungeon I, crawler. But it, like you stack your characters, and like you find members of the party, and the stack gets higher. So it's like five of these like adorable little girls making like anime girl sounds as you're fighting enemies and just getting random coins. Like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> uh, the Conan Unconquered is exciting just because it's a petroglyph game. Yeah. It, like, RTSs. I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be an RTS looking yes. at him summoning essentially the Colossus of Rhodes to get up and start walking yeah. out like it's fucking Supreme Commander. <laughs> petroglyph, I'm pretty sure, made like the Star Wars Empire War game and some of the some really good RTSs. Well, they're also the guys working on the Command and Conquer remakes. Oh, good. Uh, let's see, we got Messenger DLC, which looks fucking bonkers. <laughs> uh, when ski lifts go wrong, is a cool looking game. It's essentially like bridge constructor, yeah. but it's like people on ski lifts, so it gets all fucked up really fast. That looks Rival like, yeah. Mega Gun. Uh, came out, yeah, and so, it's like this weird, like, right? Rival Megagon, they showed that, and I went, No, that's not for me. I was like, Oh, attack your rival. Well, that's interesting. Transform, well, yeah, all right, I'll play. <laughs> it's like, so they got like a basic vertical shmup, but then you can do a mode that's basically like puzzle fighter, but it's a shmup, so yeah. it's like you versus the other person, score attack stuff. You know, I'm, I'm like totally you're... over these types of games, but when you do something weird and fun like that, all right, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. It's like that game Heavy Burger, where they made this crazy, like, four-player, like, brawl game out of old maps from, like, a- arcade games from the 80s. Right. <laughs> That's on the Switch. That game's weird. Um... It's, it's crazy that they showed the Windjammers trailer for the physical release. And then they showed off a game called Log Jammers, which is a straight oh, up rip yeah, on that was of Wind Jammers, but it's lumberjacks on like rolling logs in a in a pool. Like yeah. what the fuck? Here's that Minico's Night Market, which looked weird as shit. Are you eating the cats? No, you you're selling adorable goods at night to other people. You harvest cats; they grow out of plants for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> or you you heart or you put plants out to attract cats. And then you pick up the Let's cats and put that. them in a basket, sell them I, at a store. Like I, I prefer cats coming out of plants. That sounds much fun, more. Yeah. Fun. I, I, I need yeah. I need my free range uh, feline. <laughs> the occupation, which is just a crazy Organic game, it's time. Uh, I'm not sure what this disco Elysium is. That sounds interesting. Say the Spire coming out on Switch. That game is pretty cool. Yes, I will be getting that for sure. Uh, let's see. 
Away looks pretty neat. Yeah, like a weird French studio working with Japanese designers to make anime nonsense in there. Yeah, sure. I'll give that a shot. Bury Me My Love if you just want to be really sad. That does look really interesting. It looks like almost a Florence or uh, um, uh, oh my god, what's the phone one? Uh, A Lost Phone? Yeah, Lost Phone, yeah. Yeah. Slime Son Creator. Dallas Cool. I like Slime Son. Wild 8, I don't like at all. I played that. I really don't like that game. Uh, not in my car. This is a car battle royale. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's out right now on beta on Steam. Yeah, sure. Well, whatever. Oh, I'll play that. Uh, let's see. There's just so many games they announced. Virgo versus the Zodiac looked weird. Boyfriend Dungeons pretty cool. I don't know oh, some of this stuff. There's so many games I just don't even yeah, remember there, them. There's 69 of them. They got up to the magic number. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ape Out game. comes out soon. Ape Out that. looks bonkers. Let me see if I can find a video of Ape Out. That was one that I was actually kind of interested in. Yeah, it's like yes. a weird mix of Mr. Shifty and Hotline Miami. Yes. It's super but bloody, like, super gory. Just smashing dudes against walls, chucking them out <laughs> windows, using them yeah, as you're, human shields. Like <laughs> you're an ape escaping like a testing facility. Yeah, and like the whole like game is it's almost kind of like a rhythm game, where like the way you're playing, yeah. like your actions are making the drum sounds to the the crazy like drum beat that's always going. So like when you're throwing the guys, like that makes like a cymbal crash sound. And all yeah. this cool stuff. But like Mr. Shifter, yeah. where you got to plan your movements very exact. That's a game I really need to get and play through as Mr. Shifty. Uh... Fight Night looks weird. Because it looks almost like that game Sundered. Fight Night. Where it's like this first person, like dungeon crawling RPG looking thing. Right. But it almost looks like a like a game of punch out when you go to the, actually do the <laughs> the actual like RPG battles. Like it's weird. The supermarket shriek game is coming to Game Pass. And I yeah. still don't understand what the fuck it is. So like it looks like a, a puzzle game of like yeah. getting through the supermarket and like you're just like you're propelling yourself by screaming, it seems. So you've got to like look the opposite way of where you want to go. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty weird. <laughs> and there's a goat apparently because the studio has goat in the name. Yeah, oh, studios or some shit. The uh, uh, the church in the darkest is a crazy game. Yeah. I, so oh yeah. See, this is super interesting to me because this is like some occult bullshit. Like, it looks creepy these people that are promised a lot it looks like jamestown yeah it's it's pretty similar concept to jamestown it looks like it's probably primarily a narrative game maybe it's a like you gotta figure out maybe it's like a political game Uh, it does look interesting it does has some stealth killing 
So I don't know. That game looks super interesting to me. Falcon Age looks cool as hell. Like I'm not sure how that game is gonna work, oh, but like the yeah. style. I have to show this to um Bob Musa of the White Brothers. Because like he's all interested in being a falconer and stuff, and this just looks so cool. So so you're telling me the LARP guy wants a falcon? Yes. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> this might satiate that because it's not. He wants happen. to learn leather working to make his own glove, and he wants to get a falcon. Now he knows leather working. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying those those are stereotypical fucking concepts I've come Pretty across much. from the many larpers I've known. Yeah, Falcon Age looks really interesting. That's some shit that VR needs is crazy games like that because it's not a VR only game. No, which, yeah, because it says VR mode available. Oh, true. So there's a regular game here, but look at it. You only want to do this in VR so you can fist yeah. bump your fucking Falcon. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's like, why? Why am I bullshitting? Like, I want to like, manually every time I look at pull super the hot, arrows out. Every time I look at super hot, I'm like, I don't want to play this with a controller. I want to play this in VR. Well, it's it's also really good with a controller, but yeah. when you're doing the actual like dual hand controllers, like ducking and diving, and like the that game is transformed by VR. Yeah, this absolutely. game just looks like it'd be cooler because you can do cool shit with your Falcon. Like, look, yeah. he's got a hat, man. He's got a cowboy hat. <coughs> Fucking howdy! You're just gonna scroll by and not say howdy? Goddamn right, I'm gonna say howdy. <laughs> And then this, uh, what is this? Jenny LeClue Detective. <laughs> I love Yeah, that shit looks cool. It looks super interesting. I love the art style. It just, it looks super neat. It's an adventure game, which I typically don't care about. But the story and like the art and everything makes it look really interesting. Something I might actually play. Let's see. Uh... Desert Child comes out in a few days. I'll be playing yeah. that. That game Desert, looks rad. Dude, I was like, is this a Cowboy Bebop game? I don't understand what's happening. I love that they basically just stole that from Cowboy Bebop. The like the music and the colors and everything. I'm okay with it. It just it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, you mentioned Desert Child last podcast or the podcast yeah. before. And yeah, it looks fantastic. I, I, I like that the the VGR like page I was looking at the list of these games literally says Cowboy Bebop like trailer. Yeah, because it was <laughs> like that's the description. Like it could not be more obvious unless they just called it like Desert Bebop or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I sometimes I'm okay with it because it, it fits. Even this just being in the Cowboy Bebop universe would fit. So yeah, I like that they did that. Yeah, you're like one of these like hover bike riders doing races to get enough money to get yeah. off the planet. It looks really fun. But there's other stuff too. There's like there's some RPG elements and stuff in the looks of it. Yeah. Oh, the music is really good in that too. Yeah, that's what that guy uh that whatever something Britain or whatever. Oh okay. like he's 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 primarily a musician because I looked into this. Like he's like a electronic musician that also has been like doing some weird gotcha. indie game stuff. See, uh, the next one on that list is yeah. Storm Divers. Which who? 
who's making that? So that's Housemark. The guys yeah. that made uh, Resogun. They made Alienation, Dead Nation, uh, Next Machina. Yeah, I went they, to go they, sign up for the the thing, and it didn't work. Maybe it's up now. Yeah, they've been doing the beta since uh, when they announced the game at E3, because I've, I've checked out the beta twice, which actually I think it was alpha, because it was... It was in, you know, NDA, like, to sign up. But, like, going by what you see in the trailer, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's kind of a little bit closer to Realm Royale in style. Yeah. Of, like, there's different classes that have, like, different abilities, like, different benefits to pick them. Like, this class does better with these weapons. This class does better with this ability. You can find the other things when you're looting but there's also by the name storm divers there's also like when the storm moves in it's actual like weather effects and like tornadoes and shit yeah it gets crazy if you actually go out into the storm like lightning strikes crazy stuff like it 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 feels pretty good from what you know i played but it was really rough alpha on a pc that didn't run it well okay yeah i'm gonna (laughs) sign up for the beta hopefully get in uh, they showed what? off Judgment, which is a uh, the word escapes me. It's getting too late. Uh, well, it's it's a it's made by the Yakuza guys. So it's a beat em up, right? But it has like some straight up like Professor Layton, like uh, Ace uh, Phoenix, right? Like Ace Attorney, kind of like <laughs> you make that title crime all solving. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. It's a, so, it's, yeah, to beat him up with some Ace Attorney stuff, which is sounds cool. Um, this is it was announced here, right? Well, no, like Project it? Judge has been known for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just like the name Judgment, the actual name for it, and like the release window wasn't you know necessarily known. Gotcha. Uh, it is crazy that this game is coming out like almost day and date with Japan. Oh, okay. Like it's being localized and pushed out like right off the bat. Like they've had massive success now that they actually put money into doing like faithful localizations of the Yakuza games, which this one's kind of different because this one has like English voiceover. Mm -hmm. Like they did that way back in the day with the first Yakuza. They had like Michael Madsen, some other like, actual like Hollywood talent in it. And it's like super weird to see like a bad translation with Hollywood actors reading it. Right. <laughs> uh, but this one is like from the ground up, like has a full localization in English with English voice actors. Right. Yeah, and it's coming out not too long after it launches in Japan, which is crazy. And the last thing announced is that, uh, the walking dead episode three. Has a release date, yeah. Yeah. Game that many people thought was just never gonna come out. So Yeah, they've got like forty people from Telltale working on it in the I, old Telltale offices. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> that, it just makes sense. Like why move all these people? Why uproot them? Why treat them like shit? Telltale <clears throat> uh Skybound's just Stepping in and doing what a good person would do, I guess. What Telltale should be doing. But uh, that that 
we've already talked about that situation a lot. So I'm glad this is coming out. Um, I think I would like to play through. I played through season one and really enjoyed it. I kind of want to just wait for this to finish up and then play through it all. Um, I have season two. The big reason why I haven't played it is because my season one stuff was on 360 and it doesn't transfer to Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that was it for the kind of funny game showcase. If you guys haven't watched that, highly recommend it. Uh, A lot of cool, weird stuff, and it's only about an hour of your time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out. So, uh, we're at two hours and 17. We're about 45 minutes plus over what we wanted to be for this podcast. Usually <laughs> we're trying to keep it to an hour and a half now, but um, there was a lot this. of stuff. <laughs> there was like, like this is like a double E3 essentially. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is better than any E3 like ever. Like between the game award, the game awards by themselves was awesome. And the, and the kind of funny game showcase was awesome. So it's good stuff to come next year. I'm super excited about next year for gaming. Um, but is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Any other games? Any other subjects at all? Uh, I think you guys covered a lot. Most yeah, I mean, I mean, most of the games that uh, was at the uh, game awards, you know, y'all, y'all pretty much covered the ones I was going to talk about. So, I mean, we've uh, we've hit all the hot points, I think. Pretty much. Yeah. The only other thing I could think about would be the Starbreeze situation. Yeah, that that's going to take a whole segment for. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's it's crazy like the weird like breakout of like so like the Studio Grin was made and these guys made some games. They made that Wanted game uh oh, for the movie. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. And and then they went out of business working on I think a not a Star Wars project, but something else. And then the the now they were working with Square Enix on a Final Fantasy project and got like the money pulled out from under them, and those guys broke up. And like the two brothers, one of the guys who is being looked into for like the weird insider trading stuff, right? And his other brother, they started up Overkill, and they met a guy and they made you know the first payday. And they started Star Breeze, and then they made Payday 2. They made the sequel to yeah. the uh, Chronicles of Riddick game. And then the guy who was like the lead designer for Payday left and started doing something else. And then the other brother who's not the fuck <laughs> left and started to do his own thing. And those guys are making that game GTFO, which looks super cool. Okay. And then other guys who had left Overkill started Machine Games who made Wolfenstein. So there'd be like this weird wow. like family tree of Swedish game designers having like terrible misfortune financially, starting new studios and then becoming, you know, yeah. developers of note. And then now with Starbreeze, like the kind of like dad of them all, like <laughs> they've been on hard times for a while because Every console port they ever made of Payday was terrible and unsupported. Yeah, that's true. That's, and, a, that's something we'll talk about next week in depth, I think, along with the... Yeah. As long as nothing else comes up this week. Yeah, then they shit out the Walking Dead overkill game, which is rough yeah, and pretty much rough. early access for full price. But it's, it's interesting that they actually showed up, raided the building, and arrested somebody. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Like they they got the computers and detained a person. I was like, that's crazy. And then the game awards happened. Everybody forgot about. It. <laughs> More or less. I wish everybody the best, man. That sucks. They filed for like restructuring because they were broke and trying not to go bankrupt. And then this happened. So wish yeah. everybody the best, man. You guys made some cool games. All right. Well, uh, that's that's the podcast. So thank you for listening, guys. Uh, where can they find you, Fates? Twitch.tv uh, Bates underscore Pyro. Easiest place to find me. And you have a website as well, correct? Uh, yeah, for Stream On uh, for Stream On Nation, we do have a website. It's uh, just streamonnation.com. Yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about what you guys do there, because we're going to be working with you guys hopefully oh. in the future. Oh, that's that that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, yeah. yeah. Well, basically, yeah. you want to help out streamers and content creators uh, of all yeah, types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, short simple sweet uh you know to the point there uh i could spend you know how, how long have we been uh talking here two hours too long. <laughs> yeah, two, two and a half yeah. hours or something like that you know almost uh yeah i could take that yeah. and sit here and talk about stream on for two and a half hours yeah well, maybe yeah, we'll totally. do that someday <laughs> um andrew bay wolf where can they find you uh just as simple as my name on the screen uh twitch.tv uh backslash andrew underscore beowulf Awesome. Troll, where can they find you? Uh, same thing there. Trollbeard with the underscore, Twitter, Twitch, all that annoying stuff. I just bother people. It's what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, Best of the Realm, Facebook, Best of the Realm Gaming, YouTube, and Twitch is Best of the Realm. You can find all my content, all the Blackbeard Bob, Trollbeard's content, the Lark Brothers, uh, all the RC stuff we have coming out soon. You can find